Coming to you direct from the heart of New York City all the way to wherever you are, you're listening to the VIP Jazzwell Report. I usually start with a quote from someone famous that sets the tone of the show, but today my quote is from my guest herself, and she says, Life is so much better when shared with someone you love. Well, Finding love and making relationships work is a challenge that we are all too familiar with. But how does it work as one gets older? Today, one in three Americans are 50 or older. And combine this with a 50% divorce rate and you get almost 50 million people in America potentially looking for their soulmate. Now, this show likes to focus on real issues from real people that can bring their real stories to you. And today, I want to discuss the trials and tribulations of finding love among the older generation. Is it really that different? Are their expectations out of date? Can older people have more fun? I want these questions answered, and my guest is Diana Warren, who's an amazingly wonderful woman. She was married for over 30 years. She's been widowed for 12 years, but has been looking for her soulmate for six years, and she's still looking. Let's find out why. Welcome to the show, Diana. Thank you, Vip. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Are you nervous? Not really. I'm excited. Oh, are you? Because I always get nervous when I do my shows. I'm a bit, a bit like a virgin on her wedding night, really. <laughs> well, I can't quite say that it's that kind of feeling, but I'm excited, and I want to thank you. I'm honored to be your guest today. Well, thank you so much for being here. Now, you were in love for over three decades, but in the last 12 years, you've been a widow, right? That's correct. Just want to ask you, um, you're looking for someone to share your life with. Yes. Do you think in some way that looking for someone new could be a violation of the love you had for your ex-husband? Absolutely not. Mm. Possibly in the early years after his death, that might have been the case. But over time, and at this point in time, I would say no. Um, my love for my husband was for another time and another season in my life. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have moved forward, and I'm ready to look for love again. Now, you started searching for love, and you've been on dating sites? That's correct. I've tried several Internet dating sites, and they can be quite a challenge and quite a minefield all in and of themselves. So how does it work? You, you go on the site, you look at, at people, and then what is it you 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 email them or you call them? Do they have the phone numbers? How does it work? The way it works is you look at profiles and you read information that people share about themselves mm -hmm. and you look at their pictures. Obviously, the picture is the first thing to capture your attention. Right. And sometimes people will email you. Mm -hmm. Other times, if you find someone interesting or attractive, it's very common that a woman is very welcome to or to email um, the man. So that's not unusual. And um, I've had a great deal of experience over the past six years, more than I would like to admit, on Internet dating. And um, it's, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. So when you speak to them, what's it been like? Well, we typically email back and forth a few times. If the gentleman happens to be interested, for mm -hmm. example, if I would email someone that I'm interested in 
and perhaps bring up a few points about his profile that I found interesting. And um, if he's interested, contact me. And if I hear back from him, we usually exchange phone numbers after a few messages, and then we call one another and have discussions and kind of find out more about each other. Now, the very fact that you're still looking means that... um you really haven't found the right one. So give me an example of some of the calls that sort of were sort of really way out there. Well, I've definitely had my share of calls that are out of the norm mm-hmm. and what uh, it would be very unexpected, and I'm sure your listeners may find this interesting. Um, one call in particular that comes to mind is right after I moved to Tennessee. Right. I decided to try a dating site to try to meet someone in my new location. Mm. And I connected with a gentleman who sounded great in his profile. Nice picture, very attractive. And we emailed back and forth, and he called me. And on that first phone call, after a little small talk, he told me that he felt that I needed to know something, Mm. and he wanted me to be aware that he was, I'm going to just be blatantly honest with you, he wanted to share that he was as big as a fence post. (laughs) 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 Well, how did you Um, feel when he said that? Were you excited? I was speechless. No, I was stunned. I was speechless. That was totally unexpected and shocked. And as I recall, I hung up on him. Oh, you didn't carry the conversation on? Oh, no, not after that. I thought, oh, it's all downhill from here. (laughs) So I definitely decided, end of conversation, no need to move on with, no need to waste my time or his time. So that was the end of that call. But then if he's being honest with you, I guess you found the crudity offensive. Absolutely. I felt disrespected, Mm -hmm. and I felt that it was very rude for someone, especially on a first phone call. Perhaps if we had met down the road and dated, and at some point he kiddingly shared that information with me, I would have received it in a different way. (laughs) But that was totally inappropriate, I felt. (laughs) And I was so stunned. I I think that I couldn't do anything at that moment but hang up. You know, I'm laughing because it reminds me of that cartoon, um, Tweety Bird and Putty Tat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Are the photos you see actually the person you meet? What was your question about seeing the person? I'm sorry. Are the, are the photos you see on the dating site actually the person that you meet? Sometimes would be a good answer. Mm. Um, I have met men who portray themselves and put pictures on the inter- Internet sites that are um, very old. They don't look at all like themselves. They put on weight. And when you actually connect with a person, meet them for that first date, perhaps for coffee, there have been more times than one that I've not recognized the person who walks in the door as being the person from the dating site. And the way we connect is because they recognize me. 
and they will approach me and ask if I'm Diana. And then I realize, oh my goodness, what did I get myself into? (laughs) The person may be 100 pounds heavier, his hair color may be different, or he may have no hair. So that can also be a shock. Now give me an example of someone you met for coffee. How did that go? Um, I'll share one with you that I met, and we had had several conversations before Mm. we um, decided to have coffee. And at our first meeting, we sat down by a fireplace and made a little small talk, and he felt that it was important that he share with me that he had hepatitis C. So that was also another surprise. Mm. And my reaction to him was, we've talked several times, and you've had the opportunity to share that with me on the phone, and, you know, I just feel that was very unfair to surprise me with this information. And I told him, um, you know, I just was not interested in moving forward uh, because of him withholding that information. And um, I thanked him for the coffee, and I excused myself. So you you just never know. Uh, like I said, the Internet dating sites can be a minefield and a challenge, and you don't know what to expect from a person on a phone call or in person. You can be surprised, and I've been surprised many times. Now, have you been on, on say, you know, those are sort of, uh, how do you put it, um, casual dates, you know, an hour or so. But have you been on sort of a longer dates where it's been a meal and, and you really sort of enjoyed it, hoping that things would, would, would begin from there? Absolutely. Mm. As a matter of fact, just a few months ago, I had a lovely date with a gentleman who was an attorney. Well, he is an attorney. And he invited me out to lunch after one phone call. And right away, um, I had a bit of an expectation that he must have found me attractive and enjoyed our conversation to invite me out the very next day. Mm. And during that date, we hit it off quite well. Um, We both had things in common, and our conversation just seemed to flow, and one hour turned into two hours, and it turned into a three-hour lunch. When I left that lunch, um, well, I should, I'll back up just a bit. Toward the end of the lunch, toward the end of that third hour, I learned something unexpected from him that um, this gentleman, by the way, was my age, Mm -hmm. and he informed me that he really desired to date young women about 25 years younger than himself. And, of course, when I left the date, um, you know, thinking things had gone so well and we had things in common and, and what a nice date, a lovely lunch. And at the last minute, I learned this information and feel like, what was that all about? Hmm. Well, you know, so that was a bit unusual. I felt he was respectful enough to walk me to my car and he hmm. said, I'll give you a call but I had a gut feeling I wouldn't hear from him again. Now, I suppose his expectation was just to meet someone and have a good conversation for lunch. My expectation was, wow, I'm having a great date with uh, a very nice professional man, 
and hoping that perhaps there would be a second date. That was my hope. And maybe a friendship. But I never heard from him after that time. He obviously went back to his younger women. There's a, I, I, I guess there's a belief that that um, older men like younger women. Do older women like younger men? I think they do, based on um, friends I've spoken with, and I do have many friends that have also tried internet dating. Mm. So we compare notes, and I do believe that um, the reverse is true. Yes. Um, in my case, I've actually been contacted by a gentleman who was as young as 29 years old. However, I found that um, to be a little bit unusual mm. because it would feel to me like I was dating my son. <laughs> and I think that it would be an uncomfortable situation for me. You know, for other people, if that's their thing, if, you know, if a man wants to date a younger woman, a woman wants to date a younger man, great. But that's just not for me. But then among your friends, when you're comparing notes, do they, uh, what are they, why do they want to date younger men? I think it makes them feel good about mm-hmm. themselves. Obviously, as we age, our appearance changes somewhat, right. or at least we feel it does. And I think that it's an ego boost to be wanted by a younger man. Mm-hmm. I don't have that issue. I do feel secure enough in myself that I don't feel the need to date a younger man to feel better about who I am. Okay, I get that. But if you met a younger man who might satisfy your need for companionship, then you're letting age become a factor, something neither you nor him can control. Point well taken. Mm. Um, But I would also say that in the back of my mind, based on what I'm looking for, I'm looking for a loving, long-term, committed relationship. Mm. And my feeling in dating a younger man comes from the perspective, and I could be wrong, but I feel like they're looking for that sexual attraction, but they're also possibly looking for a sugar mama, and I don't think they're looking for a long-term relationship. So I don't feel I would find that kind of a situation fulfilling or satisfying in my own life. Well, I'm glad you brought up the intimacy side. Um, How does sex work in older relationships? Is that an important factor to consider? Absolutely. Um, Yes, and that is very prevalent Mm. on some dating sites. Um, Some dating sites are known as adult playgrounds where people basically meet each other for a hookup. A one-time, they get together, have fun, and that's the end of it. Obviously, I avoid those Mm -hmm. uh, because that's not my interest, but um, sex does definitely play a role in intimacy, and those things um, are communicated on phone calls even at the beginning of meeting someone, as well as even a first date. Oh, really? You you actually have a frank chat about it? Absolutely. Men are not shy. Mm -hmm. 
and I can't speak for other women, but I'm also not shy about sharing my feelings, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, relating to intimacy. So how soon so, yeah, should, so, how soon, in, in, among the older generation, how soon should uh, intimacy start in, in, in a relationship? I mean, how many dates do you need to go on? That's interesting you would ask that question because that's something I've discussed with friends. Mm. And I receive different answers. For some people, they'll say, oh, well, you should never, unless you marry the person, you should never be intimate with someone no matter how long you date. Other people feel like um, that it's fine after, say, five dates, for example. Right. You know, they, they put it down to a number. Um, after five dates, you should really know if it'd be okay to move forward into an intimate relationship. So there are varied answers on that, and it's very unique, I think, to um, to each couple and also to other people's opinions. You know, as 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 one gets older, and if they're on their own, um, every human being, whether they're man or woman, they they have mm-hmm. needs. Uh, a physical Absolutely. need is a is a short term need, whereas an emotional one is a long term need. So, isn't it easier uh, to satisfy the short term need? And what I'm saying is having okay. a platonic relationship with just you know a meal and some intimacy, making it a nice evening. That would definitely depend on the couple mm. if that's all they want. I would call that friends with benefits, where there's no emotional connection. They just meet up. They go out on a date. They may go to a movie. Have I, I would call together. it a dream come true <laughs> <laughs> from a man's perspective. I'm sure that is the case from the man's perspective. And I will say that men have shared with me hmm. that many women they meet, that's all they want. So it's obviously very fulfilling for men or women if that's what they want in relationship. But does that put you off if you meet someone who says that? I wouldn't say it puts me off. I'm pretty difficult to offend, Mm -hmm. but I have my own opinions and feelings on that issue, and I'm sure that um, I wouldn't see that person again. You know, I would explain to him that I'm looking for someone in the long term. I want someone to share, uh, just as you did the quote at the beginning, that life is better shared with someone you love. I want to find someone to enjoy life with, share all the ups, the downs, everything that's good and bad in life, Mm -hmm. do all those fun things, vacation, travel, whatever it may be, and enjoy an intimate relationship. But there's more than just the physical to me. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm, I'm looking at it from a man's point of view. Um, you know, if he's sitting down having a three, four hour lunch with you, he pretty much, in a way, knows what you're like because it's an equal conversation going back mm-hmm. and forth. Um, so he knows that, you know, you're a lady, he knows what you like, he knows what you don't like. Um, and I guess if he wants to, it, men fall in love in stages, maybe? Women want, to, women want to fall in love right away, um, and maybe there's that mismatch. I think that is very um, 
very true. Mm. And I think that is perhaps one of the biggest mistakes that I've had going into dating and relationships are those unrealistic expectations, thinking if there's this really good connection at the beginning that, you know, that, that I'll fall in love right. and that they'll fall in love with me. Mm. And that may not be their a man's thoughts or his perspective at all. He wants to take more time. However, I will say that having dated for six years and having as many experiences in dating as I've had, I've gained a lot more wisdom in how to handle how I feel and what I really want, what's acceptable to me, what's not acceptable to me. And so it's easier for me to navigate those challenges than it used to be. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, the way I see it is, is a lot of my friends tell me that, uh, you know, women want to jump into a long-term and emotional relationship right away, and, and the men just want to jump into bed. I would say that's a very accurate statement based on my experience. Not 100% of the time, but more often than not. Which actually, if you look at it from the outside in, it, it, it makes the men look better. Because men are very upfront with their emotions. That, look, I'm not ready for a long-term relationship as yet, but I'd like to test the various components of it. I've taken you out for dinner. I enjoy the conversation. I enjoy the fact that you enjoy the food that, that we are having. Um, I'd like to see if I enjoy you in bed. Well, I think that would depend upon um, for myself, speaking for myself. Mm. I feel that I would really have to have had a great connection with this person and feel that he has some feelings for me because I just um, am not a woman who wants something casual. To me, it makes me feel used. And they just wanted to gratify their flesh and move on to the next woman. And for a woman, that's very dissatisfying and very hurtful mm. unless you're a woman that happens to be looking for that type of hookup or that kind of connection. Yes, you're going to find some guys who view it as a to-do list, so to speak, one woman after the other, blah, blah, blah. But some men, um, I guess, want to try and, and explore various components of a relationship and then sum it up. You know, I, I do agree with that to a point. I believe that there are probably many men mm. who want that intimacy component at some point to know if you're compatible in that way and to discover if your libidos match, so to speak. So they may want to explore that. But imagine a woman just feeling they're just trying to feel out that situation and then you never hear from them again. That is very hurtful. And that, it can that. leave a woman feeling like, what's wrong with me? Or what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it really is a challenge to find a balance in, you know, figuring out all the components of a relationship. 
See, when I was when I was dating, it always used to be if you fall in love with me, then you can make love to me. And my my response would be, well, why don't I make love to you, and then we'll see if we can fall in love. You had it backward, Vip. Yeah, I did. Because for me to fall in love, all the pieces of the puzzle need to fit together. Well, I agree. Absolutely. I mean, a good relationship to me, I mean, it starts out obviously with good communication. If you can't communicate well with someone and you don't have that emotional connection Mm. right up front, why move forward? But then other issues come in like compromise and not in your morals or values, but things such as, I'll just use the word, deal breakers. Okay. You know, there, there are just a lot of components in relationships other than just getting to the intimacy part of it that come in the middle. Well, let's talk about deal breakers then. What, for you, what are some deal breakers in a relationship? How do you define a deal breaker, first of all? A deal breaker would be something that someone does uh, perhaps their behavior, perhaps their language, uh, perhaps um, the fact that something is difficult for me because I'm allergic to cigarette smoke and cigar smoke. So, you know, I've, I've rethought this issue a little bit and could possibly compromise on this. Mm-hmm. But smoking may be a deal breaker for me. Another deal breaker I would define would be poor hygiene. You meet someone and they've got terrible body odor. So no and smelly feet. Greasy uh, hair. He and might look like a Greek god and he might have the heart of the Pope, but if he has the breath of Satan, no dating? <laughs> Absolutely, no dating. He could have the heart of the Pope. Mm. But, uh, you know, no. The breath of Satan, he's out. So things like that. Dishonesty would be another one. Um, but this honesty you I'd, find this honesty you find only after you start getting into the relationship. That's correct. Well, and maybe not even completely into the relationship. It can happen on the first date. Mm. You can learn someone is dishonest. And one experience I can share is speaking with someone several days in a row on the phone. He invited me out to dinner, and in the middle of dinner. We've been served, and we're having a nice conversation. And he said, Diana, you're such a nice woman. I just can't do this to you. I had no idea what was coming, but he made me aware that he was married. And that is a deal breaker for me. I don't date married women or married men. So I was shocked that, you know, to learn that. Mm-hmm. And there again, I said, you know, we've had the opportunity to speak many times, and you could have shared this with me and not wasted your time or my time, but obviously I couldn't even continue my dinner, and I asked him to take me home. So that would definitely be a deal breaker for me. That is dishonest, and if he lied to me about that, then, well, obviously and he's married. He's taken. So that's a no-no. But wouldn't it be um, a relationship of convenience? For him. Well, and it, it would be... Well, you're getting your, you, you'd probably get the best of both worlds as, too, as well, because you get your own privacy, your own space, and then you, you meet up as friends. 
that just doesn't work for me. He's committed mm. in marriage to someone else, and so that's just my personal opinion. Right. But I, I just won't date someone who's married. So that that would definitely be a deal breaker. One final deal breaker I might mention is what I call players, and by that I mean guys who are dating multiple women mm. for hookups. Not just that they're dating three or four different women because they really don't know they're searching and they really don't know they're looking for the right person and the right match and the right relationship. I don't consider that being a player, but a man who's dating multiple women just to hook up for sex, and I learned that information about that person, that would be the deal breaker for me. I wouldn't want to date a player. But but aren't we all, until we find the right relationship, aren't we all players? I suppose that it depends what our definition I mean, whether you're meeting up for sex or you're meeting up for a meal, um, you're not offering your unquestionable loyalty right up front to just one single person at a time. You're, you're sort of scouting the market until you find what you're looking for. Correct. So I don't consider those people players. Mm. I don't think that that type of individual who's genuinely just dating, like you said, they're trying to find compatibility and they're looking for all these components of uh, relationship, even just enjoying dating and being together. I don't see anything wrong with that. But a man who's just dating some uh, you know, multiple women just to have sex with them and move on to the next person and the next and the next. Um, you know, that is a real turnoff to me. And, no, but, but wait a uh, minute. Sex is an important part of, say, some guy's perspective of a relationship. Okay? He determines sex as a majority That's part true. of the relationship. Um, right. So he's going to try and explore uh, what his relationship with the partner would be at a sexual level. And if he's not finding the right chemistry, it's not that he's necessarily being a player. He's just saying, okay, I've tried it with this one. It doesn't work. Let me try it with that one. Let's see. I Well, that's another point well taken. I understand what you're saying, mm. and um, that's just not the type of person that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for someone with more depth and more quality and more than, you know, someone that is more than just looking to make sure that they have a good sexual connection with somebody right. because a whole relationship is just so much more. You know, I mean, finding your mutual passion for things mm. uh, that you love, that type of thing. I mean, there's just so much more to a good relationship than just finding a great sexual partner as I said earlier about appearance as we age right. diminishes, so does, or it can, a sexual relationship or the libido can diminish over time. And then what do you have left if that's all you have to begin with? No, I'm, the where I was going with it really was, you know, it always seems to me in, in, in the dating game that men always seem to get the brunt of the blame, that they're not good enough or that's all they want. Um, actually, if that's all they want, that's a relatively simple need to meet. Women are more complex. We so, are complex, yeah, we are the, but and, we, 
we are guilty of that as well. Mm. We're guilty of the same thing. But, but we definitely are more complex creatures. Right. And, you know, I, I find the whole concept of deal, break, deal breakers very interesting because if deal breakers exist, then the whole concept of compromise is hypocritical, though, isn't it? Because you've built the fence before you've built the house, so to speak. Well, that's an interesting comment um, and definitely food for thought. Um, I mean, some of the things you've said, some of the things you've said in your own example, um, poor hygiene. Okay, if the guy is nice, you can actually fix the hygiene in terms of... Well, if you feel that you can address it, you know, and there there also has to be, um, I think that you would agree when you, um, or at least I should say when I Mm. connect with someone on the phone, I can tell with someone on the phone if there's somewhat of a connection there, if this is the kind of person I'd like to meet to begin with, right. then you move to the first meeting and or date. And, you know, I suppose if you would feel comfortable enough or if I would feel comfortable enough to address that issue, mm-hmm. but if you meet, and um, I will say this, in the dating world, it's one thing to have. I could have a conversation for a month with a man and then meet him, mm-hmm. and he may not be at all who I thought he was on that phone call. Right. He may be just a totally different person, personality-wise, emotionally, mentally, physically. So, um, you know, that that's kind of, it, there again, women make things complex. We make things more difficult sometimes. And that is one thing I've found over these years, and I'm just as guilty as anyone else. Mm. And that would be making things more complex or more difficult to find a relationship than perhaps I need to be. One thing I noticed, though, with our conversation is um, we talked about deal breakers just now. And you said that you have to be comfortable enough to address the issue. Yeah? Right. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I found that in your experience, the guys seem to be very comfortable with you to address their issues. They've been very honest with you. One guy said he was married. The other guy said he's built like a fence or whatever that meant. Um, But you might not be comfortable enough to address the issue of poor hygiene. So the guys are actually being more open to you than you're being to them. Not necessarily. I'm very open. I'll be very honest with you. I'm very open. Mm -hmm. And um, I've made myself an open book, actually, even from the dating site moving forward. Part of my profile always says, if you have any questions that I haven't addressed in my profile, please feel free to send me a message, and I promise you I'll respond, and I will give you an honest answer. So have they sent, like, have they sent weird stuff to you? Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Not really. I really haven't received any questions. Um, Unusual photos? No, no. No, as a matter of fact, um, it's usually the photos that seem to capture their attention first. No, but after you've, after you've engaged in a, in a conversation or whatever, do they sort of take liberties with their photos? Oh, with their photos? Mm. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 
There have been a few. I have received a text of a man exposing himself in all his glory. <laughs> and once again, quite a shock. And um, obviously that was deleted immediately, and I blocked him from calling and texting me. No, but what and, inspired uh, him? Or should I say, what aroused him to send it to you? I have no idea. As I recall, it was not that we had intimate conversations of any kind that would cause him to take a photo of himself and send it on his text. Mm. Um, I will say this. Internet dating sites are very, that is one thing that they are very strict about. You cannot post intimate pictures or sexual images, you will be deleted permanently from these dating sites if you do that. Mm -hmm. So once people have your phone number or an email address, however, you just never know what you may receive. But yes, that did occur. And um, there again, uh, that ended any possibility. If someone is going to behave that way, and be rude and crude and disrespectful <laughs> to me right up front. Why would I want to continue with a person like that? I don't. No, but did he did he add any text to the visual? Um, I think he said something to the effect of, so what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't receive an answer. Obviously, I didn't think much of it. <laughs> so do you think lack of communication led to the breakdown of that relationship? No, I think that he was looking for a woman to um, hook up with. He was looking for someone who would um, be turned on by that right. and would say, wow, uh, boy, I want to I date him ASAP. Uh, but that was not the case with me. Some guys, I think, have quite an ego. And um, if they can get someone to nibble at what they put out there, mm. you know, they they'll try anything. But I, I I have to say on you know, I have to defend the men to a point. Please. And I base it on what men have told me that I've met. They've told me you wouldn't believe what women say to us. You wouldn't believe the pictures they send us and you wouldn't believe what they ask us to do to them. And I'm shocked by it and and I say, Really? Uh how could that be you know, I I just can't imagine a woman being so forward and doing things like that. But women apparently are just as guilty of doing these things as men. So, therefore, there. Wouldn't you agree with me after as much as we've discussed to this point? Mm. Finding someone to love and be in a relationship with is a challenge. Yes, because I think the expectation is wrong when you. Looking for love, I think, is overly ambitious. I think you should start for looking for like, as in the Facebook. I agree, and okay. I learned that. I agree one hundred percent. I think if you start liking the person, uh, if you have enough likes, it develops into something that we can call or relate to love. Uh, but the like has I agree. to be. Uh, that eases the expectation that you Absolutely. have of the other person and the other person has of you. Absolutely. So, you and that, know, that's I, one of the things I've learned mm. is to go into phone calls, meeting someone, dating, 
with no expectations, just to enjoy getting to meet a new friend mm-hmm. and, and see where it goes from there, if anywhere. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I have a much more relaxed approach after all my experiences to this whole process. Right. Yet that doesn't mean that I want to give up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I still hope someday to find someone and fall in love. But um, I know that's a process, and it's a slow process, and I know that if you come on to someone, even uh, verbally or emotionally, too soon, Mm. it just chases that person away. They just run. No, absolutely. And I think I I don't want a woman to be like a man. Mm -hmm. And I don't want a man to be like a woman. A woman should not have to apologize for being ladylike, and a man should not have to apologize or feel guilty about being a gentleman. When I've been on dates, when I've been on dates, um, I've made it very clear where I expect the date to go, if it goes. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're going to have dishonest men, but you know what? There are dishonest women there. Absolutely. Some men will say, you know what? Here's my number. I know... Uh, society thinks that every time a guy says, I'm going to call, but they don't. So I don't want to leave you with that because it might sound uh, untruthful, even though I am going to call. But here's my number. I'll wait wait for your call. I don't want to stalk you. Mm -hmm. And the woman says, yes, I'll call, but she doesn't call. So I think there's a lot of imbalance over over here in terms of perception. I think... um, you know, women are always saying, oh, they're looking for someone honest, loyal, respectful, but they can't find the right guy. Um, you know what? The guys are looking for the same thing. I they're agree. looking for honesty. They're looking for loyalty. And they're also looking for respect. Um, you know, it's a known fact. No matter how much uh, times change, things still stay the same. Women like to be protected. I agree. Men like to be nurtured. Men like to be nurtured. We like to feel secure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I don't know if um, I should ask you to explain nurture. Mm. Um, Some men, I mean, I've just read something recently that Mm. when a woman makes a man feel too nurtured, he almost feels like he's being mothered, which is a turnoff. Right. And, and, And yes, and if a woman feels like she's being too protected, then she feels um, incompetent or controlled. So you Mm -hmm. have to find a balance. You know what? In society these days, every time we present a discussion, people always take it to the extreme. Mm -hmm. But it's about finding the right balance. It really is. And there are so many facets to love and to relationships. Mm. It is no wonder that it is a, a difficult process. But we, I don't we actually make it more it difficult. We actually we make do. it more difficult. We do. I have a question for you, Bip. Mm. How can a woman find a man, in your opinion, from a man's perspective, how can a woman find a man who wants to be in a committed relationship? What do you think we should do as women or uh, not do? I think two things. Stop looking for committed and stop looking for relationship. It'll happen when it happens as long as long as you continue acting. Nothing happens with inaction. 
Inaction and action are both choices. Because yeah. by looking for committed and looking for relationship, you've set an expectation. Okay? And That's as a result, uh, you start to exude that neediness that guys can sense. Guys are not stupid. They're part of the animal kingdom. We all have instincts. That, I think that's a key word right there, right. is that neediness. Yeah. And, and, and that, perhaps and that, that's how I've come across over time, which couldn't be further from the truth. Right. I have functioned just fine for 12 years right. after being widowed. But, you know, I, I do feel that I lack that love relationship, and I do desire to have that again. Right. And perhaps I am coming across as too needy, so... Perhaps you answered um, my particular very specific question, and I will have to give that a lot of thought. The other thing also is dating sites are great. Continue dating. Every person you meet that doesn't meet your need is mm-hmm. one less to go to the right one. That's true. Okay. Very true and good point. Well taken. And, 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 mm-hmm. and view it as entertainment. Not as potential. Trust me, it is entertaining. It is entertaining. (laughs) Because it's like, you know, I'm so glad there are so many fools in the world because it makes me feel more intelligent. (laughs) Every time you meet a fool, that makes you cool. How about that? There you go. I like that. I like that. So I just find unrealistic expectation. You know, commitment develops over time. Mm-hmm. Um, the one month that they've remained loyal to you is a one-month commitment they've made. Mm-hmm. Commitment is not a given. Commitment is earned. Mm-hmm. So is Absolutely. loyalty. Absolutely. And to say that you're going to be loyal for the future is 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 not as important as have you been loyal in the past. You can't tell the future. Mm-hmm. And there are sort of various potholes along the road. There definitely are potholes along the road. And you know, something that I um, came across that I'd like to share mm. is that a good relationship is when someone accepts your past, right. they support your present, and they encourage your future. Yes. I thought, wow, that's pretty profound. Very true. Well, the your should be, the why should be taken out of the your and should be our future. Our. Yeah. Because we live in a society where it's all about me, myself, and I. Do you support me? Do you support my future? Absolutely. If there would be one thing that I would want to leave our listeners with, Mm. that was the key word right there, is self. Right. And... Way too often, and I think that is the biggest obstacle to love or relationships, would be that our our self is in the way. And, you know, love can't be about one person. It's about our, as you said. Right. It's a two-way street. And, um, you know, I really believe that a man or woman, this is man or woman, must give as much in a relationship as they expect to receive. Now, very quickly, tell me. About self. I'm sorry. Go ahead. When you find Mr. Right, and you will, 
Is the eventual goal of a mature relationship marriage or do you consider marriage as a one-time institution in one's life and maybe just sort of live together? Based on my marriage vows, I would say that meant a one-time commitment mm. and and I took that vow very seriously. Right. At this point in my life, I don't know that I would remarry. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I want love and commitment and relationship and sharing love and life with one another one, right. another man. But I don't know that um, marriage will be a part of my future. I am I'm willing to there again, not necessarily compromise morals or values, but our society is just a different society than it was when I married in 1969. We're in a different world today, mm-hmm. and it is much more acceptable to be in a relationship and to have everything but that marriage license. Well, I think the moral of our conversation is that happiness is not about who you find, but more about what you create with who you find. Perfect. Absolutely. Diana, thank you so much for coming on the show. Wishing you all the best. And Mr. Wright is going to be a very lucky man one day. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. That was the very sweet and wonderful Diana Warren. Your comments and your followers so very welcome on my Twitter account at Vip Jaswal and my Facebook page. Just type in Vip Jaswal Report. A special shout-out of thanks to my wonderful team, William Sanchez and Rick Buser. I'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern with more fascinating stories that fill our lives with the inspiration and information we so need to kickstart the week. I wish you a wonderful evening tonight with your loved ones. And if you're looking for love, I hope you find it. Until next Sunday, have a productive and a very happy week ahead. 